Hey, welcome back. Uh, okay, okay, I finally finished the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix Power Hour show. Uh, yeah, it was good. I hadn't actually sat down and watched uh, something in a while, so it was pretty good. Uh, it trips me out, though, how many movies and TV shows, you know, have a hard-on for Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, there's literally millions of retellings about that. And there's, I don't know. So many other interesting serial killer stories and all that that I, I don't know. I, I don't know why people are so wrapped up about him, you know. And even at the end when there was pushback from the people to the parents of Dom Murder released books and movies and TV shows about it. It seemed very meta, you know, like the victims and families. I'm sorry, the victims and families didn't want anyone to profit for the death of their loved ones by Dahmer but the show is doing it so yeah is I like the pot calling the kettle black and I don't mean to say like black because of you know the race I just that's just how the saying goes what really stuck out with me though at the end is how you know his parents I mean his father mostly uh was supportive of him all the way until the end you know when the dad helped him beat the charges of the child uh, luring or grooming underage stuff and you know just kept trying to help him with jobs and this and that and then at the end when he was actually like caught and Dahmer wanted to be baptized and the dad was like wow son I love you you're great <laughs> you know I'm so proud of you I'm here for you and it, that that made me kind of question um should we like hate the parent for being there for the child no matter how terrible the child is and the acts the child might have done i mean of course Dahmer's an adult and this is kind of an extreme but are we to hate his father for supporting him or should we consider him a good parent for loving his child no matter what and i'm thinking to like a different extreme how you know some children are completely exiled out of their family by the parents for maybe having I don't know, a different viewpoint on politics or religion or not agreeing with sexuality, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, with Domery, he had his son committing rowdy crimes against humanity, but his father still loved him, you know. Uh, I had an old childhood friend. Uh, <coughs> ugh, I need a burp. One of these friends I had was on the same youth soccer team, right? But in high school, we drifted apart, but he was on my youth soccer team, and my father made friends with his father. <coughs> oh, there we go. Excuse me. So my father made friends with his father, and even whenever me and that uh, guy, my buddy, had fallen uh, fallen from talking to each other, him and my father stayed, his father and my father stayed friends, right? Anyways, maybe, I want to say 10 years ago. I think it may have been less, may have been a little bit more. I had heard that my that childhood friend of mine, he, he had been raided at his house by the police and the FBI for having like 10 or 20 teraflops of childhood porn on his computers and stuff. And man, dude, why is it always when pedophiles get raided, they have so much like archived and hard drive of child porn? Are they being chosen by admins to host it? Or was he taking it upon himself to be some sort of central hub for all these things, you know? But back to saying what I was saying, uh, 
So he got caught with all that child porn, right? Red-handed, 100% dead to rights, guilty. Uh, he wasn't going to fight it. And his father told him, like, hey, no, I'm going to help you fight this. So the father took out, like, all the money he had from his retirement and any savings he had. And, you know, paid for, like, one of the best lawyers to help his son's defense. And not, I guess beating the allegations because he's already fucking guilty but at least to soften the uh stay of in prison you know and again remember this guy was completely guilty so yeah that's all he was trying to do was lower the charges for the son and try to i don't know like maybe after all this is said and done give his son an extra chance at life after you know i don't i don't really remember or what might have happened now if he's out of uh, prison yet or what's up but I uh, I know from what I had heard that father of the, <laughs> the the childhood friend with all the child porn he had suffered like a heart attack or some sort of cardiac issue from I mean the, the stress of it the declining health and all that and barely had any money to take care of himself lost his job because it was like uh, <clears throat> repairing uh, 18 wheelers so it was really physical you know so he couldn't really do it anymore because of the heart issues and yeah i mean now it's like i, I don't know I, I wonder is is that a good parent but a bad person for doing everything for his son you know his son's like a sick fuck you know or is it or is he a a bad parent but a good person if he were to just ignore it i don't know it's I guess it's one of those issues where it has to be per your own experience, you know. I guess actually speaking from my own experience, when I had gotten in trouble with police right before I was about to graduate high school uh, for, you know, stealing. Uh, <laughs> if you know, you know my story. But uh, my mom helped me get more or less out of that legal trouble, you know, when i was caught with that but i mean it's not soliciting minors or murder you know it was just stealing uh i don't know i kind of feel like though in my case my mom did it just so she wouldn't look bad because that her son was a criminal right but dude i remember the night i got arrested right uh, i was taken to jail and they didn't put me in a cell they put me in like the drunk tank with all the other catches from the night and it was just like random dudes or uh drunk people you know i think they could be ages of like like i was probably the youngest 17 but they probably had up to 40 or 50 year old dudes and uh i was in there for a good amount of time i got arrested in the middle of the night and i guess i was in there till like maybe 9 or 10 or 12 in the morning right and I guess I was in there long enough for them to bring us something to eat. And I don't recall what the entire meal was, but it was like one of those styrofoam uh, clamshell plates. And they gave me my food, right? And this bigger, older Mexican dude came up to me and he was like, yeah, I'm taking your food. And he puts out his hands, right, for me to give him my food. And I look at him, I say, all right, you can have it, but I'm keeping the peaches. And right in front of him, I just ate, like, the little portion of canned peaches that they had on the plate. And he rowdy started laughing. And he just took the food, and then he was just calling me peaches 
for the rest of the the stay. <laughs> That's it. Really wasn't a bad stay, you know. Uh, being there, like when you see in the TV shows and stuff, and my mother pay ended up paying the bill, and I was released. You know, blah blah blah. Uh, for my charges though, I was able to. You know, it was like my first offense, and I was a kid, and blah, blah, blah. I took that deal where it's like, okay, just don't get in trouble again, be on probation, don't do drugs, and, you know, it'll be off your record. And I remember, like, vaguely, but I, I know it's true. I don't remember all the details because I was more afraid of, like, my own uh, storyline, you know. But my mom was, like, romantically seeing that lawyer that was taking my case and I think she was like a side piece to him you know like she was like oh I'll do these romantic favors for you if you help my son <laughs> I don't like in Forrest Gump when uh Forrest Gump's mom's trying to get him in school and shit you know and yeah you could say like wow your mom hoard herself out to help you but dude she she had affairs with the mailman she had affairs with the I remember like one of the most prestigious doctors in town or near the uh, near one of the other towns and then this lawyer so i think she was just thumbing through the yellow pages looking for ass you know but well i guess that's life right i mean we make mistakes we try and learn from them and we hope they make us better people and i'll leave you with the best piece of advice i think my mom ever gave me uh, one time i was i want to say 10 or 12 I, i'm sorry i'm always vague on the ages and we were at a local craft store, right? Like a Michael's or something there in town. And I was buying Pogs. If you remember Pogs, that's how old I am. But I was buying some. And on the ground next to like one of the registers, I found a $100 bill. And picked it up and I told my mom, hey, uh, I found this $100 bill. I'm going to give them to the workers. Like you see in the TV shows, you know, where you give it to the worker. And it's like, all right, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you for your... Uh, you know, here's your, here's a reward or something, whatever. And so my mom was like, okay, great. And she followed me. I gave it to the worker, uh, the $100 bill. And he was like, okay, thanks. And he walked away. And I went back with my mom. We bought whatever pogs I was going to buy. We left the store. And my mom tells me, like, really seriously in the car, you found that $100 on the ground. You gave it to them. And they didn't even reward you with maybe, like, a $5 toy or something. And I was, like, confused. I was just quiet because she, she sounded like she was mad at me, you know, so I just stayed quiet. And she says, next time you find some money, that way you keep it because no one's going to be grateful if you help them out. And I said, okay. Okay, Mom. And she finishes with the most important part. But if it does happen again, you have to be careful when you do it and don't get caught. So that's always stuck with me with my mom. Her best piece of advice was don't get caught. But, yeah, uh... Thank you for your time, and again, take care. Don't get caught.